Hi, you're listening to my mom, Kat Lee, on the Inspired to Action podcast. Hey, can I listen to it? Hey, my name is Kat Lee, and I want to welcome you to the Inspired to Action podcast. I hope this show is the pep talk that you need as a mom, a reminder that what you do every day is life-changing, and it matters more deeply than you could ever imagine. Out of all the women in the world, God chose you to be the mother of your children because you are special and amazing and he has called you and he will equip you. So thank you for serving your family, for loving your children fearlessly and for fighting to be a great mom. This episode is for you. Let's jump right in. Hey friend, thank you so much for joining me today on the Inspired to Action podcast. This episode is brought to you by PlanToEat.com, and this is the big weekend. This is their annual Black Friday weekend sale where you can get 50% off a year subscription. Y'all, I take advantage of this every single year. I give out gift subscriptions, and it is just a fantastic deal. So basically for like, I think it's $1.60 a month, you can get access to their service for an entire year year. And on top of that, if you sign up today for their free 30-day trial, your paid subscription doesn't start until after that, and you can still use the Black Friday sale. So go to plantoeat.com forward slash inspired to action and try them out. Sign up. I absolutely love this service. I buy it every year, and I highly, highly recommend it. And I'm probably going to be holding a meal planning boot camp if I get enough interest uh, sometime after the holidays to help you guys get jump started with meal planning so it's one less stress that you have in your life in 2015. So stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, go to plantoeat.com forward slash inspired to action and check them out. Now, in today's episode, I'm really excited to be talking with my friend JJ Heller. She is one of my all time favorite musicians. I absolutely I love her voice. I love her lyrics. I love the music. (laughs) There aren't many artists that really have that trifecta effect with me that that I like every aspect of what they do. But she has really thoughtful lyrics, um, beautiful music, and just a stunning voice. And today we're talking about what it's like to be a musician and a mom. Now, maybe right now you're driving home from the holidays. And if you're anything like me, I always like riding along on the highway and then looking in windows. (laughs) I know that sounds really creepy but maybe you know what I mean. It's so fun just to see kind of life from the outside of somebody else's home experience, to see the lights on at night and see people laughing and talking. I just think, I don't know, there's something magical about that for me. And so today today we're kind of doing a version of that. I'm taking you behind the scenes and what it's like to be a mom and a musician. We talk on this show a lot about being a stay-at-home mom or being a working mom or a work-at-home mom. But this is a little different angle, and I think it's really interesting and fun to see how other people live life and how God has led them to mother their children. And JJ and Dave are just really wonderful. I've just been always so impressed by them. And in this episode, you're going to hear what my sister-in-law, me, and the show So You Think You Can Dance had to do with some of JJ's radio airplay. It is a very Fun story and how it all culminated, at least for me, not for anybody else, but for me, in JJ coming and doing a house concert at my house, which was one of the best experiences. Because if you know anything about me, I love music. So be sure to go to inspiredtoaction.com and check out the show notes because I have a couple videos of um, their performance there. And I know you're just going to love her music. So without any further ado, 
Let's jump into our chat today with JJ Heller. Hey, JJ, thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Now, for all of you guys listening, I want to give you a little bit of the scoop on how JJ and I met. I actually first heard of JJ. I want to say it was through Andrew Peterson had a blog way back when. And um, I want to say he mentioned you and you had these video journals about how you recorded um, one of your albums. And so, of course, I hopped over to YouTube, was fascinated by the whole process, loved your voice, bought your album, and then I gave a copy to my sister-in-law. So then my sister-in-law was a dancer and ended up being on So You Think You Can Dance. And a radio DJ saw that episode. And, and, so, and so my sister-in-law, Diana, danced to JJ's song. And the, a DJ heard the song and played. Was it on K-Love first or KSBJ first? I can't. I don't. It was, yeah, it was on KSBJ. Um, John Hole over okay. there watched the show with his wife and he was filling in for one of his morning DJs the next day and just kind of on a whim decided to play our song. <laughs> That's so funny. And you know, I used to work at KSBJ too, so I know John Hull really well. And I don't know if, I don't know if they saw anything that I put, I don't have it. I'm curious to know how they ended up watching that particular episode. I think it'd be fun if, if they had seen me mention my sister-in-law on Facebook or something, but um, so then they played it, and then it got put on Caleb and just got national radio airplay. And that's not normal for an independent artist, is it? No, not at all. In fact, when we were starting our career, we kind of came to the conclusion that we would probably never be on the radio, but we were okay with that. We just wanted to write the kind of songs that God put on our heart and not try to change it to, to fit a certain format and so we weren't pursuing radio at all. And then out of nowhere, it, it was kind of like the Lord said, yeah, but I really want this song to be on the radio. And and so we were completely shocked and it was kind of amazing. Well, it was so fun for me because not long afterwards, I don't remember why I was talking to one of y'all and, and, and Dave said that you guys were I don't know if you were going to be in Texas. Anyway, it ends up that you guys come to my house and do a house concert for us. And it was when I told my husband about it, I was like, Jimmy, it's pretty much like imagine the Houston Texans want to play a pickup game of football and they want you to be the quarterback. That's how it feels having an artist <laughs> that I love sing beautiful songs in my house. So it was such an incredible mm -hmm. experience. And for those of you listening, I'll include some of those videos in the show notes. So be sure to head over there and check it out. And you'll probably notice that my living room looks exactly the same as it did four years ago. But um, <laughs> you'll be mesmerized by JJ's voice. Um, so, JJ, before we go into it anymore, I'd love for you just to tell us a little bit about you and your family and how you got started in music. Well... I never thought I would be a singer for a career. Um, I always liked singing, and I grew up singing in choirs and things, but by the time I got to high school, I was really involved in sports, and my family was really into sports, and um, my dad was coaching all sorts of things, and so I was also in a vocal ensemble in high school, but I never got very many solos, and so... I figured, well, I'm way more successful in sports, so I'll just focus on that. And and then, so I went to college and I played basketball my freshman year, and it was an awful, awful season. And 
uh, at the end of that year, I decided that I wasn't going to play basketball anymore. And I, that following summer, I went on a missions trip to, to Africa and, um, I was really kind of discouraged in, in this place of almost having an identity crisis because I'd always thought of myself as an athlete and all of a sudden I wasn't an athlete anymore. So I didn't know who I was. And, um, and then on that trip, I learned how to play guitar and I wrote my first song with some friends and it was kind of the smallest seed of a new dream that the Lord was growing in my heart. And I know looking back that if I would have been successful in basketball, then I wouldn't have given songwriting and singing a second thought. But since I, since that wasn't an option anymore, I was able to kind of put my heart into, into music. And, uh, and even at that point it was baby steps. Um, I, I would play songs that I wrote for girls in my dorm and was always surprised when, when they really liked it. And, and then shortly after that, I met Dave, who's now my husband and, we started playing the songs just at open mic nights at coffee shops. And, and then a few months later, we started to kind of get real gigs. And it was just this very slow process until we were getting close to graduating from college and we got engaged and just praying about what direction to go once we got married. And we just felt like God was just kind of telling us to go for it in terms of music. And, uh, and so we thought once we got married that we would just give it one year. And if at the end of the year we were worse off than we were at the beginning, then we would get real jobs. But, uh, but we kind of kept going and it was very close, uh, when it came time to assess the year, <laughs> um, cause we just were hardly making any money at all, but we still, still felt like it was what the Lord was calling us to do. And so now um, it's been 11 years. We've been married for 11 years and playing music full time all that time. That's amazing because this is, hasn't, it's not like the past 11 years has been the honeymoon season for the music industry. And so for you to, right. to be starting out and then to actually be thriving in it, I'm, I'm okay. All you moms listening, pardon my nerdy music brain, but I love music, and um, I'm just so fascinated by this. So, what what do you think you did? How did you completely buck the direction of an entire industry, basically? I mean, <laughs> well, really, really, you know, <laughs> nobody's really doing that, and 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 most people are trying to get record um, deals, and then you. Um, are just kind of under the radar, but turn it into a complete career, not just for you all by yourself, but that supports your entire family. I just think that's fascinating. Well, yeah. And I feel like it's kind of miraculous as well. Um, and I think it's a, it's a combination of a lot of different things. I'm really blessed to have a husband who has an amazing mind for business and which is not necessarily a normal thing for an artist to be super organized and good at finances and all of that stuff. Um, but I really lucked out when I married him. And so that is definitely a huge part of the puzzle. And then also it's just a really great time to be an independent artist um, because of iTunes and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And all of a sudden there's all these avenues 
where people can hear about our music and it's not just in a music store. And and that was the case for for so many years where the only way for people to hear your music was to either hear it on the radio or like go into a, a music store and buy your CD off the shelf. And uh, and so once MySpace was invented, all of a sudden we were able to reach an audience that was unreachable before. And so we're just kind of able to, to capitalize on those things and, and YouTube. And, um, and so then that just combined with just the songs that the Lord puts on our hearts um, just has seemed to resonate with people. And um, we've just always tried to write from a place that, means a lot to us and then um because of that i think it just it seems to resonate with other people as well so i mean i don't know if that answers your question but it's the first thing that came to mind no i love it and and so you have been doing this for 11 years and then you know somewhere in that process actually shortly before we before i met you um you became a mom did that, were you thinking that would work with the whole music thing? Or were you guys thinking that you need to come up with a plan B? How did motherhood affect <laughs> your, y'all both being a musicians? Yeah. Well, we were married for five years before we thought that it might be time to have a baby. And uh, it's just financially and stuff. We just never felt like it was a great time. Um, but then there came to a point where we were making enough money so that we could kind of see this could potentially work. And, um, you know, we're getting a little bit older and, um, we, it just felt like the right time. And, um, and so, but then, yeah, it, it opened up this whole new can of worms. Like we're, so my husband plays guitar with me and we songwrite together and he sings back up. So, we're on stage at the same time. So that means we need to do something with our child. <laughs> and, uh, and so at that point, we, when we first had a baby, we would, we would hire a nanny to come travel with us. Um, and our daughter, Lucy, for the first year of life, she was on more than 60 plane flights. Wow. Uh, and so she just, she just went everywhere with us, but, but then once you learn how to walk, she was just a nightmare on the airplane. <laughs> and that, that whole like one to two year point is the worst for travel. Um, and so um, we ended up just, Dave and I would go out for a weekend and then uh, leave Lucy home with a nanny and then come back. And, um, and, and it seemed to work really well. I mean, it was, it was pretty tough, especially, um, because, well, and because this is a mom blog, I will go into this, or <laughs> mom podcast. Um, so Lucy was always zero percentile for height and weight, just mm -hmm. super tiny. And she's a super fussy eater. And so um, she, like, I would have to pump. Um, and I pumped for a year um, because she would not eat formula. And, um, and she wouldn't breastfeed from me. So I had to pump and then feed her the breast milk with a bottle. Oh, wow. And that, and so I was like pumping on airplanes and <laughs> in rental cars. And, uh, it was, 
Oh, it was it was a trying year. So it's sure. basically um, the glorious life of a traveling musician that we all envision, uh-oh. right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's super glamorous and <laughs> <laughs> um well and so then um we were we were kind of talking about wanting to have another baby, but then we were thinking through the scenarios of what that would look like and it was really confusing because um, I wanted to breastfeed at least for the first couple of months. And um, so that would mean either taking a newborn and a toddler on an airplane with us and traveling across the country to then get in a rental car and drive two hours and then get to a hotel and then it would be the girl's bedtime and then we'd have to play the show and then spend the night at the hotel and then drive back the next day and then get on another plane to just fly home and um which just sounded crazy uh or we could have taken the baby with us and then left our toddler at home but then we how do you explain to a two and a half year old um hey we're gonna take the baby but we're leaving you behind you know yes um and so we're just praying about it okay lord how how is this gonna work and and every step in this process since um since becoming parents my my prayer has always been um okay lord i trust you to provide for our family and basically at the point in which our family is no longer healthy. That'll be my sign from you that we need to try to pursue something else. And, and so he has been so faithful in, in providing for, for our needs because it was at that point when our song, your hands ended up on the radio and all of a sudden we just had a lot more income coming in Mm -hmm. just from um, iTunes sales and our honorariums that venues would pay us um, increased a ton because there were more people, like more demand. And so because of that, we were able to buy a tour bus. And so we could keep the baby and our toddler with us on the bus. And it was just like the Lord has been so, so good to our family and even more than I could ever ever had imagined. Like, there's no way that I, if you told me that I would own a tour bus someday, (laughs) I would like completely laugh in your face. (laughs) So that is yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, crazy. I love that. And so, uh, just for everybody listening, to give you a little bit more of the scoop about how God kind of weaved everything together, that when my sister in law um, picked her song for So You Think You Could Dance. Um, she just picked um, JJ's song, Your Hands, just because she liked it. And But then, actually, when she was at the filming of So You Think You Could Dance, um, our grandfather passed away. And I want you guys to at least go to the blog post and listen to it, but definitely also just go buy the song because it's amazing. Um, that song is just perfect with what she was going through and the way that so you think you could dance edited the whole bit um and it's it was always neat to me that she picked that song before our grandfather was even ill you know just that god just weaved it all together Mm -hmm. perfectly so it could really minister 
um, to so many people and just to see his hand on it. It's not like our grandfather was ill and then she picked this song because it fits so perfectly. God had just worked it all together all the time. So it's neat to hear you tell that story, just how how intricately he plans and weaves stories and makes things happen. And I just think it's inspiring and powerful to us as moms that everything, even to the point where you talked about when your sports dream kind of died, um, you thought that was kind of an end, but really it ended up being this amazing beginning for you. And as moms, I think we can relate a lot of times to things feeling like the end, you know, maybe we gave up a career to be at home or we stepped back from a career to be at home, or we're just willing to lay something down because we're not sure how it's going to work. But God always ends up um, just weaving a really neat story together for us. So I love I love hearing how all that worked out. I didn't know any of that. That's very cool. Yeah, definitely. And another cool aspect of that, that whole story, um, and a lot of times I'll, I'll share this from stage before we sing that song, but the place that the song was written from was in the middle of a time when I was really struggling with anxiety and panic attacks. And, and that's kind of what the song is about um, just because I was praying every day that, that God would just immediately take away all of my pain and I would never have to deal with another panic attack again. And, um, but he wasn't answering my prayers, at least not the way that I, that I wanted him to. And so the, so the song just talks about when things around us are falling apart, um, how God is, is still, unshaken and um and so it's so amazing for me to see how he used that song and how many stories we've heard from people who have heard that song and um how God used the song to to bring them hope and encouragement when when they were in the middle of a divorce or had just lost a child or just story after story of, of heartbreak and, um, and how these people had just gotten in their car and turned on the radio and, and heard our song come on and, uh, and how the Lord just used it to bring them healing. And so it's amazing, um, how he is able to take our brokenness and, and turn it into something beautiful just over and over again. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I think I heard a song line somewhere once that says something like a thousand fields are nourished by a single drop of rain. And, you know, you had this, this experience and it turned into a song that ended up ministering to so many people in so many varied um, situations and being a blessing to them. Um, so, so now you're a mom and you have two girls and you mm-hmm. recently released an album that I just love. It's just so great. Um, it's called I Dream of You. And tell us a little bit about what prompted you to, to release that album. So over the years, people keep have kept telling us that they like to play our songs for either themselves or their children as they were falling asleep. Um, which we would try to take as a compliment. <laughs> I, was, I was sitting here trying not <laughs> and, to and laugh, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we decided uh, that we would be intentional about that. And so we took a lot of those 
previously recorded lullabies and love songs, and we made new versions of them, and then we wrote new lullabies and love, and love songs, and we put them all on this one album called I Dream of You. Um, and then we released it in the spring, and uh, and it's funny because our original intent was to make it for kids, um, to help them to fall asleep and to, to calm them down, and we were just thinking about our children a lot as we were writing and and what words we wanted to sing over them as they were falling asleep. And and then when we got into the studio, I started listening back to all of these lyrics and thinking, man, these are words that I need to hear too. And I'm a grown-up. Um, and I think cause there's still a child in, in all of us that gets scared and needs to be assured and reminded of the truth and so that's really what the album is it's just full of peaceful songs um that hopefully can remind people of of what matters and um and so we're we're really happy with the way that it came out yeah it's amazing i was um thinking even for my 12 year old you know she's not a baby it's not like she listens to music necessarily as she falls asleep but um, I was like, I just need to put together this very certain playlist because so many of those songs, you know, even at 12 and obviously even for me as a grown up, minister to her right where she's at. And the thing that I especially love about it is that, yes, you can play it for your baby as your baby's falling asleep, but it's it's not like baby music. <laughs> you know, that that kind that makes you <laughs> want to pull your hair out. It's amazing music yeah. that anybody uh, would absolutely love having on constant repeat. I happen to be a fan of the repeat button, but it's just actually really <laughs> beautiful music that doesn't sound like kid music, but it's perfect for kids. Was that something that you were shooting for when you recorded it, or is it just kind of how what kind of artist you are? Yeah, we um, definitely didn't want it to fall into that annoying kid music category <laughs> because we are parents and and we've heard the music that's out there and. And even the music that our kids like to listen to, um, that we don't necessarily like to listen to. And so we were really aiming for something that that kids would would love and wouldn't drive their parents crazy. Mm-hmm. So and, and we're, really we're, every, we're happy with where we ended up. Yeah, and really every song could stand on its own as a grown up song, you know, essentially too. I, I was thinking about the song I Know You Will and I just thought that was such a uh, beautiful Song. I just, I don't know, I like that phrase and, and how you, where you bring it in in the song, just speaking such hope um, and, and confidence into, I'm not sure which child you wrote it for, but just into your children. I just, I love that song. And so um, I'm really excited about this album and I hope everybody out there goes and checks it out. And you also have a really fun thing. You have a book and that's different than music. What made you decide to write a book, a kid's book? Yeah, that was actually Dave's idea. We were just on an airplane um, in the middle of kind of the recording process of uh, of I Dream of You, and, and Dave just looks over at me and, and says, hey, if we're going to be recording an album full of bedtime songs, what do you think about writing a bedtime story to go with it? And... I thought it was a fantastic idea. And so right there on the plane, we, we came up with kind of the the outline and first draft 
of of our book, The Golden Feather, and it went through a bunch of revisions, but um, it was a really uh, great process. We hired a friend of ours to to design it and to illustrate it um, and worked with him on that and uh, and it was it was cool. It was a fun way to kind of express our art in a different way. And, um, and we even at our shows, we, we, uh, so we made a video of, of the book kind of like reading rainbow style. Is that the one that Lucy reads it? Yes. Yep. And then we had our, our daughter, Lucy narrate it and she just has the cutest voice. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. (laughs) She's so adorable. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, show it um at our concerts and um and then play we have a song called i dream of you and we'll play that right after we um we show the video of the book and and then we we had our illustrator hide a little bunny on in every illustration and so it's kind of something fun to do with your kids especially um if your kids are a little bit older to to find the hidden bunny in every illustration that is very fun. I love just the thought that you guys put into everything. Is that is that Dave? Is he kind of the marketing? I don't know if marketing is the word, but just the um, business brain, I guess. Um, is that both of you? Do you both enjoy doing that, or is that one or the other? Well, he's very much uh, the business brain, but we do a lot of brainstorming together in terms of uh, – just everything that we present, um, whether it's a logo or graphic design for our like CD artwork or even just like a banner that we have at our merchandise table. Um, we just, we want everything that's associated with our kind of JJ Heller brand to be as excellent as, as possible. Um, and so, we're really intentional about pretty much everything that that we put out there and it's and I think it's really great working together as a team um because things are less likely to kind of fall through the cracks um we we keep each other accountable in that and uh, kind of play off each other and and it's the same with songwriting we we write songs together and um maybe all shoot out a lyric idea and then that will kind of jog something in his brain and then he'll say his idea and and just together we'll be able to come up with something that's way better than um, either of us could have come up with on our own. Have you always so gotten along so well and been able to work together so well or are there certain is there any certain marriage tip that you might give to the moms listening that has helped you guys work together and, and, and live to tell about it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, our relationship was built on a really great friendship. And so I think that helps a lot. Um, and we, uh, it's funny because I I feel like my answer would be different if you asked me a year ago. Um, but we just read this, kind of interesting book about uh just a theory behind relationships and there's like it there's not one formula 
for a successful relationship because everybody's personality is different. And so the makeup of one marriage could be completely different than the makeup of another marriage, but they can both be successful. Um, because I feel like our marriage kind of falls um, along the lines of like, we just get along really well and there aren't a whole lot of highs and lows. We're just like, we just like being together and there are other marriages that have like really emotional, passionate people. And so they have really high highs, but really low lows. And that doesn't necessarily mean that their relationship is any worse or better than, than mine and Dave's. It's just different. Um, but I think no matter what the makeup of that relationship is, I think one of the keys is always going to be communication. Um, and if you're upset about something to, to talk to your spouse, um, and, and not just assume that they know that you're upset or assume that they know, they know how to make you feel better. Um, and I think, and sometimes that's really hard because it's easier to just kind of give them the silent treatment (laughs) or, (laughs) um, but uh i think at least at least for me um i've realized that the less i assume my husband knows the better off i am um because in general men really aren't great at reading our minds even though we really want them to uh and so i just have to spell stuff out even though i really don't want to i just want him to know just to look at me and know that <laughs> that, oh, she needs a hug or she needs me to wash the dishes right now. Um, I just need to be okay with asking for what I want and what I need. Um, and, and things often go much better <laughs> at that point. That's so good. And I bet that's a very well-practiced um, tactic for you because you guys spend all your time together, right? I mean, because yeah. you, whenever you travel, he goes with you because he plays the guitar, Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's amazing. I, yep. I love it. Um, so you have written a book and you, you've released a bunch of albums and you travel and do all this stuff. How do you how do you manage it all? How do you keep all the plates spinning? Are you superwoman or do you have a lot of help? Because I know people <laughs> listening are probably like, well, I haven't released any albums and I have, you know, haven't traveled with my kid on 60 flights. Um, how do you how do you keep it going? What kind of you know, people do you have supporting you? Well, um, we have an amazing nanny who is such a lifesaver. And I feel like that that's definitely part of what I was talking about before with, with my prayer um, and the Lord providing a way for us to keep our family healthy. Um, it's amazing how he has always brought us a really fantastic nanny we're on our fourth one now and all of them have been just like pretty much perfect for the stage we were at when when they were working with us and um and so to like for instance right now we're we're in the middle of a tour and uh it's a five weekend tour and we took Nora and Lucy uh with us for two of the weekends but our oldest daughter, Lucy, is in kindergarten now, and she is only allowed to miss so many days of school before they <laughs> report us to the truancy board, which sounds super scary. <laughs> uh, 
And so the, this year, honestly, is, is a new challenge for us, and we're trying to navigate that and figure it out. And so right now, um, Dave and I have been away for our girls for a week now, and um, we're, we're going to be home in a couple days. But we try to uh, video chat with them every day um, when we can. And it is such a blessing and a relief to my heart to like every, every day when we see them, they're so happy and comfortable and they don't see like seem distressed in any way. They don't cry when they say goodbye to us. Um, they say, we miss you. And then they're kind of over it and they go play, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I am just so thankful for that um, because as soon as I sense that, you know, they're not doing well, like that's when I'm going to start praying about, okay, Lord, what, what needs to change in this scenario? Um, because I don't want to sacrifice their well-being to try to um, move my career forward. Um, and, and so, and, so far I haven't had to make that decision. Um, and so it's, it's kind of a, a constant, um, assessment going on for, for me, especially just trying to figure out, okay, what, what opportunities do I need to say no to career wise? Because I need to spend more time with, with my kids. And, um, so, so far I feel like I've, I've found a good balance with that and, the Lord has helped me so much to um, specifically on this tour. I knew that we would be gone for a long time. A week and a half is kind of the longest that I will be away from them. And it's probably like once a year. Um, but I was praying that I would be able to enjoy my time um, and be present and take advantage of, of my time being here and being, um, on the road, um, because what I tend to do and what I've done in the past is just spend my time away from them wallowing in guilt, um, and worry. Um, and, and I know that that's not what God wants for me and it's not going to change anything. It's not going to get me back home any sooner. And so, um, I'm trying to just look at each day as a gift and an opportunity um, and really kind of see it as an adventure rather than, um, an inconvenience. Um, and so I feel like the Lord has brought me a long way in terms of that. Well, I think that's a great encouragement for every mom listening because, you know, you may be gone for a week and a half right now, but then you're with them for, you know, 24-7 for times when you're at home. And, and as moms, yeah. we all have different circumstances and kind of what you said about relationships, that every relationship looks different. Every family looks different. Every situation looks different. And God is just weaving his own story through all these different things. But no matter how much time we spend with our kids or in, you know, what format that looks like. And every mom deals with the guilt and the worry. Am I doing enough? Am I doing the right thing? Am I, you know, yeah. whether it could be, maybe they spend every second of every day with their kid, but then they start wondering if they, you know, were up to Pinterest level on the 
um, bento <laughs> lunch that they packed for the, you know, we just get to such ridiculous yeah. levels, but I love what you've communicated, what you've said about how you just continually brought it back to the Lord. And you're like, God, where, where do you want me right now? Because I don't think there is a specific formula of what God wants from all of us as a whole. There isn't a cookie cutter thing. Otherwise he wouldn't have made us individually and specifically with different personalities and different skills and different talents. And so, um, I think that's a great kind of encouragement to end on today. Just that, you know, continue whatever your situation is with your kids. Um, that guilt and worry, let that be your cue just to bring it back to the Lord and be like, God, you've called me to this. Um, I'm just following you and wherever you want to go. And I love how you've done that and, and how you've encouraged us today with that. Um, JJ, where can people find you online? And um, what are some of the general geographic areas you might be on tour coming up? Well, uh, jjhiller.com is our website. Um, we also have a bunch of pretty fun videos on YouTube. Um, so you can just, well, there's a link from jjheller.com or you can just type in jjheller on YouTube. And then I'm on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. So um, I am kind of all over the place. Um, but I'm trying to think where we're going to be. This is, we, we basically do a big fall tour and a big spring tour. Um, and we have a show in, in Tennessee coming up, um, in Colorado, Wisconsin, but basically all of our, all of our tour dates, um, are at jjheller.com or, or, um, there's this really great app called Bands in Town. And you just sign up for all the artists that you're interested in. And if that artist ever comes to your area, you will automatically be notified. Uh, and so we, we kind of love that one. I need to check that out. Patty Griffin was in town recently. I mean, in Waco, Texas. I don't know why, but she was. What? And I totally missed it. And my sadness oh. was, was palpable. But um, yeah. yeah, I will, I will have, definitely have, be downloading that app. But um, JJ, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to share your story with us and to encourage us and for everybody listening definitely go check out our music i my first blog was a music blog and um i love music and i'm also very picky about music and i don't recommend music lightly but i um i pretty much guarantee that you're going to be so impressed by her music and depending on this kind of music that you like if you really love reggae maybe you're not gonna you know have her album <laughs> on repeat but otherwise i think you're just absolutely gonna fall in love with it so definitely go check it out and jj thank you again so much for being on the show with us thank you so much and hey i just remembered one more thing that's kind of fun that we just did okay so we um we we just released a new christmas song and we made a video for it and it's kind of about just how it's easy to get distracted with all of the gifts and the hoopla and the um, the hosting and making sure everything is perfect. Um, and so just to remember, I know it's kind of like cliche, but it's so true that that Jesus is the reason for Christmas and celebrating his birth. And um, so it's just kind of a fun, lighthearted music video that we made for that. And it's called The Perfect Gift. So, it, it is a reminder. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll um, link to that in the show notes as well. My kids uh, watched that about three times last night, so they thought you were really oh, funny. Awesome. They liked the little shark, <laughs> especially. <laughs> so, oh, awesome. all right. Well, thank you, JJ. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye.
Well, I love these behind-the-scenes looks into how other mothers live their day-to-day life, and I hope you guys enjoyed it, too. I love JJ's heart and her attitude and her music, and I highly recommend checking out her music, especially for all your holiday travels. She has Christmas music. She has music that will help soothe the kids as they're staying in new homes and different places and traveling, and it's honestly just great road trip music. She has thought-provoking lyrics, and I just love everything that she's put out so far. So go to jjheller.com and learn more about JJ and Dave and their sweet, sweet family. Now, I also want to remind you to go to plantoeat.com forward slash inspired to action and take advantage of that Black Friday weekend sale. It happens once a year and it is an absolutely great deal. And you can just try them out first with their free 30 day trial. So definitely go do that as well. Again, that's plantoeat.com forward slash inspired to action. And finally, I just want to say thanks. Thank you so much for joining me, for listening. I love bringing you this content and the interviews. And I am really excited about 2015. I'm excited about the ideas and the plans that I have for it. And I am very determined to walk alongside you to help you and help us all really make 2015 the best year yet. So stay tuned for that and have an amazing week and go hug your kids for me and do something fun. Give them a high five, give them a fist bump, make a crazy voice, do something silly and just go have fun with your kids. Well, that's all that we have for today's episode of the Inspired to Action podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. I know that there are a million things that you could be doing right now, and I hope that this episode has encouraged you. You know, if you have any questions or suggestions for me, just head over to inspiredtoaction.com and click the contact button to send me an email. I would love to hear from you, and I would love to do whatever I can to get the resources that you need to keep growing as a mom. And if you enjoyed this podcast, it would be awesome if you take a minute to rate it on iTunes. That's going to help more moms to find it and get the encouragement that they need. And as always, you can check out all the show notes for this session at inspiredtoaction.com. And you can also download any of our free ebooks or our free prayer calendars for moms at the blog. Just go to inspiredtoaction.com and click on the resources link. And my name is Kat Lee, and I wish you an incredible day with your family. And remember, you're a mom. You're kind of a big deal. Now go be awesome. It's early in the morning, the house is quiet. But I've set aside this time for you. I bow before the throne of a noble king. And in this place, my heart begins to sing. It's gonna be a good day, a good day filled with His grace, His grace and sweet new mercies. May my thoughts obey Jesus to walk in His way by His Spirit with each breath that I take. It's feeling like a good day.